0: The Click & Go Travel Podcast, fueling your wanderlust with far-flung-off-the-beaten-track destinations to just across the water and everything in between. We're back this week on the Click & Go Travel Podcast. Today, Paul and I are discussing luxury holidays. What are the main points to consider when booking your luxury holiday? Hi,
1: Paul. Hi, Gerald. How are you?
0: Very well. So, luxury holidays... I think it's on everyone's bucket list, whether it's to have a luxury holiday for your honeymoon or a special birthday or anniversary.
1: We all like five star. We like luxury. We like special. We like comfort. We like, you know, like
0: pampered and minded, taken care of,
1: you know, like. Getting on the plane and turning left rather than turning right. (laughs) Um, Getting to the hotel and going to the executive floor, the suite floor or whatever they have or, you know, being on the ship and being in the in the part of the ship that is just really for their their higher end customers. Like there's a there is a huge market for luxury um, and it doesn't all have to be. Uh, very expensive. You can yeah. find some incredibly good deals out there
0: yeah.
1: for luxury five star, five star deluxe, across all of the different holiday types. So we're here to help people today understand the options and 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 kind of get a feel for it, um, and and to kind of manage their own expectations that it could be an awful lot more affordable uh, than they think to have yeah. to have the sort of luxury that you're looking for.
0: Yeah. Very good. And what are the main pieces that people consider when wanting to book a or look to book a luxury holiday? Like, what are they looking for?
1: Um, I think it's I I think luxury probably means different things to different people. Yeah. Um, I think it's exclusivity. Yeah. You know, it's a sense of comfort and not your run of the mill you know yeah. you're in that kind of hotel range or cruise range that is probably the top 10 15 maybe 20% yeah. um it's all the it's all the comfort touches you know like if we look at the tv programs you know the tv programs that cover travel that we want to look at cover you know the luxury hotels yeah. the luxury cruises the luxury trains you're not necessarily going to see. Well, you do see that that program that does the two. Yeah. Where the two people arrive at the airport and one gets to do the really cheap end of the destination and the other <laughs> gets to do the luxury. And, and I think, you know, not, not telling tales and, and I'm sure open to contradiction, but I imagine most of us want to be on the luxury ticket. Oh, yeah, absolutely.
0: Not on, not
1: on the backpacker ticket. <laughs> I, I can't remember what that program is called, but I do enjoy looking at yeah. it. It's, it's really good. But for the most part, I think the hotels and the travel and the holiday piece that we look at Tends to focus on the more unattainable, the more affluent. Mm-hmm. So, what what makes it for for some people? I think it's the dining experience. For some people, maybe it's the facilities, yeah. um, the service. You know, you're always going to have a higher ratio of of staff to guests in a five-star, five-star-plus, six-star, seven-star setting than you would in a two- or three-star. Yeah. You'd expect to have more facilities. You would expect everything to be extra special for you. You would expect, you know, the staff to kind of be possibly more friendly, know your name, um, you know, be concerned about you, that your room is looked after more than once a day, all of those sort of things. And then I think there's some destinations you know, if you're going to if you're going to travel to the Caribbean. Yeah. Do you want to yeah. travel to the Caribbean for eight, nine, ten hours and then stay in a three star hotel? I don't
0: know. No. Yeah. You're going all that way. You want to
1: I think I think if you're going to. Yeah. I think sometimes it's the destination choice. If you're going to do if you're going to do long haul, I think you are more likely to look for a luxury holiday, a five star yeah. hotel, more services, more inclusions. Um, be that the Caribbean, be that the Far East. Um, but I, we can see it, you know, within Europe, we can see it within our sun holiday range, within the city break range, that some of the five star properties are just great value.
0: Yeah, for everything that's included and the experience you get. it's Yeah,
1: well, I, like, I, I, like I always look at it, you know, I, I'm very bad at looking at, you know, business class flights. And I will try and say, OK, the business class flight is going to cost me X and the economy flight is going to cost me Y. And it's, you know, maybe it's Australia, OK? And I'm going, OK, well, that's, you know, €2,000 Euros more, but it's going to take 20 hours. So I'm kind of going, well, it's €100 Euros an hour. And I'm trying to, to rationalise yeah. it. Or in the context of a hotel, maybe we should be looking at the holiday. And you could do the four-star holiday at €600, Euros, €700 Euros maybe. Or you could do the five-star holiday at €800. 900 euros. So yeah. maybe, maybe the price difference between the two holidays, between the four star, which is a great holiday, and the five star, which is a really special holiday, is only 200 euros over seven nights. Yeah. So, over
0: seven nights is a good know, way to look at so, it. So,
1: like, I break it down by hour on the flight. So, I break <laughs> it down by night for the holiday. And for 30 euros more, come yeah. on. Like, you're we, worth we, it. What are you yeah. going to get? What are you going to get in <laughs> Dublin for 30 euros? Like, you would hardly get kfc for two people or mcdonald's for two people or you know you might yeah. get you might get four pints in a in a pub on a friday night for close to 30 euros yeah but you may
0: not yeah so
1: you know i'm always thinking spend it
0: yeah treat yourself enjoy it treat yeah. yourself you <laughs>
1: deserve it like for for that amount extra it's worth it
0: yeah where are people booking in Europe for sun holidays for five star this year?
1: I think the top selling five stars that we're seeing are Gran Canaria because Gran Canaria in Grand, in the Canary Islands has absolutely gone after the five star market. Yeah. As have a lot of the destinations. So, just to give you a background outside of the holiday industry, but part of the holiday industry, Gran Canaria and Tenerife have building regulations where you now cannot build below four star standard. So the okay. property that you apply to build has to be four star or above. And in designated parts of the island, it must be five stars. So Grand Canary, for example, that area of of, of the south of the island near Maspalomas, from Maspalomas down to Meloneras, all along Costa Meloneras. Is pure five star. Okay. And they designated it that. And that was the requirement that the properties that were built there. Mas Palomas was already a bit of a five-star enclave with the likes of the Palm Beach and the Maspalomas Oasis and and all of those properties and residencia. And they then built Costa Melaneras, Baobab, um, and on down past the other Rio properties. And they've created a five-star effective enclave within within the South. Maspalomas Melanera is part of the island and that then brings the restaurants and shops and cafes to go with it. Exactly the same thing in Tenerife and Costa Decay. It was very much a planning decision by the local authorities that they had more than enough two, three, four star properties and they wanted to cater to that upmarket audience and they wanted to go after that five star market. And that Five-star market might be more into golf, might be more into water sports, might be more into boating and sailing. So there's good logic in why the tourist boards in these areas and why the planning authorities in these areas and the governments are keen to develop it. So we have seen a shift towards much more capacity going into five-star hotels, five-star apartments, five-star resorts within Europe. So top of the list, you're going to see Grand Canaria, Tenerife, Koushadasi. Dubrovnik has a ton of five-star yeah. properties um, and Greece as well. Like there's different brands that are particularly synonymous with the luxury brands. So if you're looking at Greece, there's a, there's an amazing hotel chain called Sani and Ecos, yeah. I-K-O-S. Oh my God! And Ecos have expanded out of Greece into into. They've got a property now in New York in Porto Petro. They have a property in Estepona in the mainland Spain, but their core product was Corfu and 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 uh, Greece and Sani also in Halkidiki. Yeah. So some hotel chains have absolutely targeted this five star market and have built brands and built experiences. That really reflect the five-star audience. And, you know, they're they're targeting both the couple's audience and they're targeting the family audience. Yeah. So Sani and Ecos in Greece and Spain are very much a family product. Um in Lanzarote, we have the 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 PY hotels, the Princess Yaitza hotels, which are Princess Yaitsa, and and Davies our intern. He's in with us today. He was there on holidays just before Christmas. Um, top seller for us in the five star bracket in in Lanzarote.
0: Absolutely.
1: Uh, And they've also refurbished the old Hotel Los Fariones. It's now the Fariones Hotel. They spent 50 million on that property. It's only about 200 bedrooms. It is knockout. And we have AM resorts coming into mainland Spain. Their base previously being Caribbean, Caribbean. And they now have dreams and secrets properties in most of the Canary Islands in Lanzarote. They have both. Yeah. So they have a Secrets and a Dreams uh, and they will develop more properties. So the five-star market across all of Europe is really well developed. Uh, it's much more affordable, I think, than people expect it to be. Yeah, It will follow exactly the same rules as the rest of the market. At Christmas and New Year, in, in the likes of Lanzarote, you're going to pay top dollar. If you yeah. can travel outside of that, you're going to get great value. The five-star hotels in the Canary Islands, have to compete much harder in the summertime than in the wintertime, because the likes of Mallorca, the Algarve, Costa del Sol, Greece, Turkey, all of the seasonal destinations are open during the summer, but the Canary Islands have to work harder to get that audience. So if you want value in the five-star market in the summer, Look at Gran Canaria, Tenerife, Lanzarote, Fuerteventura. You're just yeah. going to find the best. Yeah, You know, Cushadasi, Dubrovnik, Mallorca only have the summer market. They only have that six months in the summer. So they're going to charge more. Yeah. But you're going to find in the Canary Islands the absolute and in Madeira too. Madeira, yeah. Like we can see it pretty much anything that we have in Madeira is five star. Yeah. And incredibly oh, good value for money. It's not it's not silly money.
0: Yeah. And what about city breaks as well? Like uh, five star city city breaks would be popular as well.
1: They are, and again, the difference between your four star and five star is very little. Yeah. Um. Some some cities are the exception to that. So the likes of London.
0: Yeah. They're five really, star. their
1: five stars are knockout. Yeah. And and you're gonna you're gonna pay a substantial upgrade between a four star London to a five star London. Paris exactly the same. Yeah. You're gonna pay. An incredible supplement to move from four to five. However, in Lisbon, in Madrid, Barcelona, Krakow, Prague, Budapest, Berlin. Yeah. Berlin has to be the single best value city destination for five star. Very closely followed by Krakow, Prague, Budapest. They are just like they have built some great five stars. Yeah. But the price variation is is much less. Yeah. You know, we would see the difference between four star, five star possibly only being fifty, sixty euros, euros yeah. over three nights. Yeah. So it comes back to do it by do the maths by night, yeah. everybody. You know, twenty euros <laughs> That's a night. Top tip for Come on, today. you're worth it. You're worth <laughs> yeah. it. Like spoil yourself. Definitely on the city piece, um, It does feel different, you know. The five-star hotel feels totally different. The four-star, there's just so much capacity in the four-star market, and a lot of the time, the four-star market is geared not only to the leisure market for city breaks, but also to the business consumer. And the business consumer may not be, you know, their company may have policies with regard to you can't stay in five-star, you can only stay in four-star. So four-star tends to be pricey and very well sold. And at times, the five-star can be incredible value. Even in Rome at times, we have seen some of the five-star offerings.
0: Being exceptional value. Exceptional value. Yeah. And also, the people that like to, like you mentioned, go a little bit further afield. Mm. Where do people tend to go for five stars when they travel in long haul or worldwide, like we call it?
1: It's pretty much Caribbean. Um, So for us, Dominican Republic, Mexico, Jamaica, Barbados. And all of those islands are just like the five-star product offering that they have would way outnumber the other hotels that they have.
0: Yeah. Okay. So
1: like Jamaica has just some incredible five stars. Barbados has some amazing five stars, plus, you know, the really top end of the, of the market. And the other Caribbean islands likewise, St. Lucia, Antigua. They they the consumer who's going there is aspirational. They want the experience they're after sitting on a flight for 10 or 12 hours it may be a honeymoon maybe an anniversary maybe a party maybe multi-generational yeah they're not looking for the ordinary they're looking for the extraordinary yeah. so uh, they want five star if it's long haul so practically everything we would sell into the Dominican Republic Mexico and Barbados would be in that in that five star bracket and there's a chain of hotels there am resorts um who have now started to branch out into into Europe so secrets dreams zoetry Really top of the range stuff, just incredible attention to detail in terms of the hotel location, the private beaches, the water sports, all of the activities, the entertainments, multiple restaurants. Generally, they'll also, for some of the destinations, be five star all inclusive. Yeah. And, you know, that five star all inclusive is a very different experience in the Caribbean than it then it can be in Europe in terms of the, the you know the the options, yeah. the number of restaurants on site, and the scale of the properties. So, you know you're you're just not going to do less than five star, in Mexico yeah. or the Dominican Republic. You'd, you'd be mad not to. Yeah. Um Also Dubai, you know, okay. really popular with the with the the five star market and. You know, the audience who Dubai is targeting is very much a five star audience, yeah. Dubai, Abu Dhabi, likewise, um, and Abu Dhabi being possibly the kind of nicer, calmer neighbour <laughs> of of Dubai uh, and also some great value. Yeah. Thailand as well. Coming back, it's great to see, you know, the Far East beginning to reopen because that yeah. was the slowest return to, to the market for us um, and the value for money in the five star offering in the likes of Thailand, Vietnam all of those Far East destinations, just spectacular.
0: Oh, brilliant. And lastly, for um, cruisers that like mm. a little bit of luxury, yeah. what kind of products are available for them? So the,
1: most of the cruise lines have what they call ships within ships, okay. um, or they will have, you know, uh, like a, a luxury experience or a suite experience. So if we look at if we look at MSC, yeah. MSC have a brand called MSC Yacht Club. And Yacht Club is 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 part of the ship, which is totally private, has its own restaurant, its own bar, everybody gets a butler. Um you've you've more space and less cabins, so you have more privacy, more exclusivity, and yet you're in the ship. So if you want to enjoy all the facilities, all the other pools, the spas, everything everything's on your doorstep, but where you're staying is is more exclusive. Yeah. The other cruise lines have very similar, you know luxury product offering. So Celebrity have the retreat, which I was lucky enough to enjoy last year on Celebrity Edge and it was just amazing. So the retreat, as you can imagine, yeah. is their ship within a ship and once again, an absolutely top of the range experience uh, from celebrity cruise lines Royal Caribbean have a similar with their suite experience Okay. so the suites have you know their own private area uh, private space private restaurant you don't tend to queue to embark <laughs> disembark you have speedy check in um, your butlers again looking after everything your restaurant reservations your excursions you name it Norwegian cruise lines have the haven which is their ship, ship within, within the ship concept. So you have all of the core cruise lines with you know a great luxury offering. And then you have cruise lines which just target that luxury market. People like Silver Sea okay. who see themselves or position themselves as a six stroke seven star cruise line, smaller ships, ultra luxury, ultra all inclusive. So you have luxury And above luxury, you have ultra luxury. So you have the likes of Silver Sea in that space, you have the likes of Oceania. MSC are launching a brand later this year called Explora, which will also fit within that. So the the theme of those brands is smaller ships, more staff to guest ratio, and they're not part of a bigger ship, they're an entirely separate brand. Okay. you pay accordingly, but yeah. you get accordingly. And there's even more included with excursions included and and, and more experiences included. And yeah. it's at a different level. I was lucky enough to be on Silver Sea Dawn last year. So like I was spoiled last yeah. year. I was on Silver <laughs> Sea Dawn for the launch of that. I was on uh, Celebrity Edge for Retreat. Royal Caribbean I was on Wonder which was their new ship last year and in the suite class so it was spectacular and then also on Norwegian Prima when they launched so I yeah. was I was somewhat spoiled yeah. last year it was a tough year for <laughs> me last year <laughs> it um, sounds really hard but it's a, it's a tough job somebody has to do
0: it brilliant that's us covering luxury holidays we hope mm. you going to go out and book your luxury holiday now well there's plenty of food for thought
1: do, yeah. do the maths yeah. do the maths look at the price difference to go up a star up a grade you know Spoil yourself. Yeah. You deserve it. Don't leave it to the kids. Spend it now. Yeah, we'll help you spend it. Yeah. <laughs> we'll help you find the best deal and and talk to the team. Like, that's what they're good at. Like, they know these uh, tricks of the trade and where the value is, where the best options are, where the hotels that are going to give you that wow experience.
0: Yeah, so definitely. So today, treat yourself and mm. book a luxury holiday. Yeah. And um, thanks very much for all that information, Paul. And if you'd like to follow us on our social media, you can do so on Facebook, Instagram, TikTok, Twitter, and LinkedIn. And if you have any comments or suggestions on our podcast, please email us at podcast at clickandgo.com. Thanks for listening and thanks, Paul.
1: Thanks for million, Jill. All the best everybody.
0: Bye-bye.